Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Stratford Sessions, the Man United podcast we bring you each and every week on the upper tier. Joining me tonight for this match reaction, Atletico Madrid won, Man United won. Nicely poised for the, the second leg at Old Trafford. But joining me, our resident referee, Mark, how are we? How's it going, lads? Thanks for having me on, my debut on the sessions. You look like you're coming from the Tower in Dublin Airport or something like that. Very nice. That's interesting. <laughs> also joining me as always for these match reactions, the Dazzler himself. How are we, Darren? I'm all good, lads. I'm all good. Yeah. Good, good. Who wants to take this? Where shall we begin? Darren? Yeah, listen. It's a good result, isn't it? Mm. Um, I would have I taken it beforehand. Um, I spoke to a guy earlier on. He says, what score do you think? I said 1-1. So it was the same, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with it, you know. Listen, it's it's a game of two halves, basically, isn't it? Um, you know, we, we dominate possession in both halves, but in the first half, Atletico just seemed to boss the play a little more than we did. Um, and we're we're very, very physical um and, and got control of the midfield. We really, really struggled in midfield. Um, I just I obviously mentioned just to Noel off air there, um, we really struggled without Scott McTominay. Um, you know, putting Fred back into that role that we know he's not very good at. Um, you know, the, the press against us, kind of, he got a little bit panicked at times, gave the ball away. He got the ball forward to Pogba and Bruno. The lads lost the ball every single time they got a touch of it. Um, and it was really, it wasn't really until Matic came on and got into that defensive midfield position. You're a real mate, that's like... And, and, and was posed there, was and Fred was pushed forward into that number eight role alongside uh, Bruno that, that we started to get control of the game, you know. Um, great goal by Alanga, really good. Like the finish is great, the ball through from Fernandez is good, but even the little bit of play over at the, the left hand side, I mean, it was a it was an Atletico ball that came down the, the side. There was a couple of little one touches between, um, between Sancho and Tellez and Fred, a couple of little one touches, little triangles. And all of a sudden, the ball was with Bruno and he opened his body out and pushed it around the corner. And I mean, it's a great finish from Alanga. It's, if it's not his first touch, it's one of his first. Um, doesn't try and bury it, just pushes the ball across the goalkeeper into a really smart area. Um, and it leaves us really nicely poised for the second leg, which I will be at in three weeks' time. Yeah, sounds exciting from that point of view. Mark, That's thoughts, it. initial thoughts? Um, yeah, I was kind of worried when I seen Lindelof uh, starting a rifle in a in a back four because you're taking that attacking option of Adalo on the right hand side out there, you know. Because uh, let's face it, Lindelof's not going to be overlapping Sancho and, and whipping balls into the box. Um, I think Lodi got got a good amount of uh, space to get up and down. It was a brilliant cross from himself for the goal and, and fantastic header by Hiel Felix. It's one of those you can't. It's one of those balls. It's hard to defend, you know. Um, the only thing I would say, the communication between Sean Maguire should have been better. Um, Maguire was probably slightly flat-footed, but um, the pace of the ball and Felix's run and header was just, you know, it's a world-class goal when you look at it. It's, but, uh, it's his body angle, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's his body angle. But as you say, with Shaw playing left-back and with Maguire being the left centre-back, as Felix leaves Shaw and goes to tuck inside, he should almost be passed on. Exactly, the communication be wasn't great, yeah. but in saying that, I have to agree with you. Like, how many times has he scored a header? Mm. Do you know, like it's pinpoint, yeah. it's hit the post, yeah. it's dipped back across the line. 
it's a really, really good goal. Yeah. You know, we didn't necessarily cough the goal up. Mm, exactly. We didn't defend very, very poorly. They got into a lot of positions. Mm. But I mean, how many saves did David De Gea make? Yeah, none, none. You know, none. So you've gone away and and you've gone to Madrid and stuff like that. The keeper, okay, we've conceded. But other than that, he's had the night off pretty much. Mm. And, and yeah. not only that, when when you look at it, Darren, like when Electro were attacking in the first half, it's like they had twelve men on the pitch. It they always seem to have one over. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was worried, but when we came out in the second half, there was obviously slight improvements. Like as I said, when Matic came on, it kind of stirred things up a bit in the middle. Um, and it was only a matter of time before. Uh, I, in fairness, I thought Dallow was going to come on. Um, it was only a matter of time for Teles and and. Uh, Lindelof went off, especially being booked. And to think that the first caution came in the 32nd minute. And then after that, I think there was eight or nine yellow cards after that because it was one of those games. There's loads of little niggles and your man Lorente was getting stuck into everyone, wasn't he? He's a little doorbag. Isn't he? He has a face you just want to slap, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Just... Mark, were, were, you, were you surprised that he didn't, when he was making the change, that he didn't bring Tellez on for Rashford? And switch Sancho to the right and yeah. keep Shaw on. Yeah, I was thinking that for because we all know Tellez likes to get up and down and he can ping those balls in with the left foot. Rashford I mean, didn't look at the right. There's a little bit of skill at the end where he, yeah. you know, dragged the ball through the two boys' legs and whipped the great ball in. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. No one yeah. there for it. That was awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Rashford, you can even see, I think there was a, a set piece and the ball came out to Rashford and he tried to step over. Electrico went on the, on the counter and he had to give away a free kick. But it just shows he, he's, he hasn't been at the races. I know we talked about he scored in the two goals in two games, but he hasn't done anything since or before that. Uh, it's not good enough for me. Yolanda should be starting now against uh, Watford on, on Saturday, in my opinion. I, I know you talked about just there, about at times in the first half, it looked like Atletico had 12 men. Mm. So for me, that comes from a couple of things. That comes from Pogba's lack of urgency and effort in getting back behind the ball. Mm. That comes from Rashford. A lack of work rate and B the amount of times he coughs the balls up when you yeah. when you do give it to him, and again Ronaldo being an absolute passenger up front. Now if you're going in against Diego Simeone side, who you know are going to work their absolute nutsack off, and you've three guys from the front to the middle who aren't pulling their weight, you're going to find it really really tough to yeah. get the upper hand in the game. Exactly, exactly, and. You look at it, fair play to Atletico. They, they had a game plan. It worked. Um, we were very, very lucky to get that equaliser. And like you said, that's I said it to Rowan and worked there today. One all was my prediction and I would have taken it and back on the plane. And we'll see how the second leg goes now as well. Yeah, that's that's the one thing you would take out of it. United will be quite happy getting back on the plane tonight and Madrid will be kind of disgusted with themselves because they had a number of chances. That one there at the end, I think, came off the crossbar. Was it Griezmann? Griezmann, yeah. Um, I thought that was going in. My heart was in my mouth. I thought that was going to smash the top of the net on the left-hand side without a doubt. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think from United's point of view, I think if you had offered them one month today, they would have took the hand off you. And go back to Old Trafford. I think Old Trafford will be a very different game for you without, you know, just looking at it. But I think... Yeah, Atletico, they, they'll rue some of those chances that they missed. Um, what, what's the issue, lads? Talk to me about Rashford. Let's delve into a little bit. What What's the issue with Rashford, do you think? Um, I think there's a couple of issues. You know, I think it's, he's absolutely devoid of any kind of confidence at the minute. Um, I'd say for close on 12 months now, he, he struggled on the pitch. 
And I mean, no matter what your work rate is like as an attacking player, you know, you feed off those goals, you feed off those assists, and he just can't seem to keep the ball rolling. You know, he'll score a goal and then he'll create something and then he'll score a goal and you think he's going to hit a purple patch. And then he goes out of the game. Yeah. And then you don't see him for a week or two and you think, what's happening there? But per- the, other, the other big reason, I know we spoke about it already, was I firmly believe, I know how close he was to Mason Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. this is playing absolute havoc with the lad, I have to mm. say. And that's not to give him an out-of-jail card, so to speak, pardon the pun. Um, I just think I just think his head doesn't look like it's in the game at the minute. Mm. It really, really doesn't. Do you, do you know what, Daza? When, when Alanya came on, it reminded me of Rashford against PSG that time running at experienced defenders and now you look at him a few years later and he just looks a shell of the person that he was before Absolutely. Um, and like there is a lot of things I know you're saying it definitely is the last 12 months he had the shoulder injury and yeah. he missed the penal at the Euros he's had all that racist stuff now this Mason Greenwood and like, lads let's not forget he's still only a young lad you know he burst onto the scene when he was very very young he's still what early what we early 20s I think he's about 23, isn't he? Yeah, early 20s, like, and you know, he's regarded, he's, he's regarded as a senior player now. That's part of the problem, isn't it? He is, there's, yeah. There's, there's probably an awful lot of weight on those shoulders yeah, for a absolutely. kid of 23 years of age, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and especially when you take on the mantle of what he's taken on at times, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at what he's done for, for the kids in the UK and stuff like that. Um, like that's a huge thing to take on if you're a Ronaldo. And you're coming to the back end of your career and you've achieved absolutely everything possible. But to take that on so early in your career, you know, it does burden you a little bit. Um, and not that we would want him to take that back, though, because, you know, there are some things that are more important to football. And what he did was one of them. So, you know, credit to the lad. Um, I just like to see him. I just think he looks like he's playing and and everything is tough, and everything is, you know, he's playing with sure. the weight on his shoulders. I just want someone to say to him, listen, kids, just go out and play football and enjoy yourself the yeah. way you did when you were, you know, 10, 12, 14, 16, mm-hmm. and, and, and let's see what happens. Because at the minute, he just looks so stifled as well, you know? I suppose the problem for United is it's very difficult to do that, isn't it? Because they're so in the spotlight now over every single little minute thing is a back page story. Every single minute thing at the moment. I mean, I even heard guys on um, on social yesterday talking about um, the Mason Greenwood stuff and what happened was Rashford released a picture on Twitter of him with his girlfriend and they were complaining about, Jesus, the timing of this. Is no one advising this guy and all this kind of thing and all. So they're just honing in on every single little thing. And, and it's the smallest things as well. I think the other thing as well with Rashford probably is the mental fatigue of playing for nearly a full season injured. And having mm-hmm. to play and work mm-hmm. through that pain and stuff like that. I'm sure that's taken its toll on him as well and has aged him rapidly if you have to do that. You know what I mean? You're going out and you're probably taking pain injections and you're working through the pain barrier. And then, of course, the weight of playing for a club like Man United, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and, you know, trying to perform under those circumstances. And go ahead. And, and the other thing is, it's his club. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, when it's one thing going out and trying to do it for a club. But when you're a fan mm. and when every defeat and when every drop points and when every time you get dumped out of a cup, it doesn't just affect you as a player, it affects you as a fan, you know? And that's mm. got to be tough as well. As much as we'd all want to pull on the jersey of our team, mm. you know, to try and dig deep and, and, and get a little yeah. more out of the team, it, it adds to it. 
It really does for me. Yeah, you know? and, and I suppose for his international career as well, he's looking at it, and I'm sure he has nights, no doubt, where he turns around and he goes, would I be better off out of here? No, this is my club. Would I be better off out of here? No, this is my club. And I'm sure he's torn between that as well. Because you just can't. A lot of players you see in there, you know Ronaldo, you could see Ronaldo playing at a bunch of clubs. You know what I mean? He's done it like, you know. But with Rashford, you could never see Rashford pulling on a different jersey. So it's like Messi with Barcelona. I know he went to PSG, but Messi in a Barcelona jersey is Messi, isn't it? Rashford's kind of like that in a United jersey, isn't he? I, I, I actually think... He could benefit massively from a loan. Massively. You know, listen, you're gonna loan out one of your one of your big stars. But I think giving him that little bit of rope for say, you know, 12 months, let giving him a season somewhere, be it in the league or be it away somewhere, you know, and, and, and let him make sure it's somewhere he's gonna play every week, where he's gonna be a star, he's gonna get game time. He's going to create chances. He's going to score goals. Let him build that confidence up. And let him come back and let him almost, let it be a turning point for him where he goes from being a boy in a Man United team to a man in a Man United team. And I think he could benefit massively from it. You know, it's a huge gamble because if it doesn't work out, you know, the, his, his, his value plummets even further. But I mean, like somewhere like at Dortmund, could you could you loan him to Dortmund for a season, and 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 get him? You know because we've seen what Dortmund can do with those young players, those technically good players. Like it would be basically like City. You know, Sancho left City, went to Dortmund, came back a better player. Could the same thing happen with Rashford in a, in a twelve month loan? There's no reason to say it couldn't. Well, I wouldn't necessarily. I mean. In terms of Sancho and coming back a better player, he's come back and looked at a better player in the last month or so. I wouldn't say he's come back a better player. The, the time is still out there to decide whether he's going to be, but he's shown the right moves. Yeah, and he's not, gone he in the right direction. He did come back a better yeah. player because look yeah. at what he achieved when he was at Dortmund. It's not necessarily what he's shown us in the last six, eight, ten weeks. Look at the player he was at Dortmund. Look at the clubs that were interested in him. Look at the money that was on the table. That mm. doesn't happen unless he gets game time at Dortmund. Unless, you know, Technically and tactically, he's improving as a player. Mm. It's like you Joe know? Bellingham when he went from Birmingham over there. Absolutely, he's it's only the he's only going to come back here to a top four club, and that's it. You know, that's 100%. how well he's doing over there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, what else do you want to touch on? Ronaldo, lads. We we have to. I mean, we seem to talk about him every week. But what's the the thinking behind that at the moment? I know Darren, you're very strong opinions and thoughts on Ronaldo and stuff like that. I heard a lot of talk this week, the conversations about how himself and Bruno, they can't seem to play together because they kind of occupy a similar space. And I think they were talking about a game earlier in the season. Can't remember what it was. But when you looked at the heat map, the two of them were literally on top of each other for most of the game. But what's what's the thoughts there? Yeah, I don't necessarily think they can play together, although I can understand the question because I think even the Portuguese side, they've struggled at times together. Mm. Um, I think when Bruno gets the ball in a, in a deeper role and Ronaldo's on the pitch, he always looks to Ronaldo. I think when Bruno picks the ball up in a deeper role and Ronaldo's not on the pitch, he picks the best option. Mm. So... I think that's stifling Bruno a little more than maybe it's stifling Ronaldo because we, mm. as we know, Ronaldo's in this for himself. 
I feel like Bruno is a little more of a team player, and I feel like you'll get more out of Bruno with with, with Bruno having more options to give the ball in front of him, you know. Whereas with Ronaldo, when he looks up and he sees Ronaldo, when he sees that that number seven jersey, he goes, "Well, I have to give it there. I have to." Mm-hmm. Otherwise, again, I have to him to listen to this other fella. Yeah. He's gonna chew the ear off me, you know. Where 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 friends or Portuguese counterparts and teammates, like I think it's a difficult situation for him. But mm. going into the second leg of this, I don't think we can afford to carry Ronaldo here. And um, like looking at tonight, you know, if we want to win this second leg, if we need to, if we want to win this second leg and get through to the next round, we need to hope Cavani is back and has a game or two under his belt. We need to hope Scott McTominay's back again. Um, so we're not relying on, on Pogba in the engine room. Um, Pogba can affect the game, but he needs to affect it in the later in the later round, so to speak, and and at a tempo when the the kind of the hustle and bustle has left the game, you know. Yeah, Pogba's ideal to come in and pick the bones after everything's, you know, after all the kind of work is done. And I think the other thing is you can't go in with with Rashford either. So for me, like on tonight's team, we'd be whipping Pogba, Ronaldo and Rashford out and I'd be playing Cavani, uh, Alanga and Scott McTominay. And I think we could absolutely get through this. And I think we will. Yeah, I think the talk today, Mark, was um, when they were talking about this Bruno Ronaldo thing, I was listening to the conversation about it and they were saying that Cavani had been a better strike partner for Bruno because obviously that obligation, that Portuguese obligation isn't there. And and also Cavani doesn't occupy that same similar kind of space when they move mm. forward and stuff like that. He's a kind of a different striker, if you like. And um, But obviously Cavani obviously has his injury woes and stuff like mm. that, and all, which doesn't help either. Um, what's your thoughts on it from what you heard there from Darren? Well, you'll see it as well, Noel, the difference between Cavani and Ronaldo if they're playing with Bruno. If Bruno puts a ball in, Ronaldo wants it right in his head or right in his chest, where Cavani will move around and look for the ball, look for the pass, instead of waiting for it to come to him. Um, I just think that Bruno, we haven't, we've seen the best of him when he came in, and I think we'll only see the best of him again when Ronaldo leaves, if I'm being totally honest, because I, I really, two of them look so frustrated playing together. Um it, it kind of reminds you of not similar positions, but remember when Gerard and Lampard were playing for England, two fantastic players separately, and when you try to put them in the same team, it just doesn't work. And I think that's a similar similar case there, you know? Yeah. Um, what's the case for Sean Tellez at this stage, lads? What are you thinking? Is it Tellez at this stage, or does it depend on the opponent and the, the tactics, or is it... He looked really good tonight, didn't he? I think you can go with either, to be honest. Mm. I don't think either one of them is a standout in, in, in opposition to the other one. I do like the idea of maybe playing Tellez in the front three. And I know there's a lot of people hear that and go, but he's a left-back. I absolutely believe he could play as a left-sided forward with maybe Sancho on the opposite side and a Cavani up front. Yeah, um, I, I, think, I think the energy level and I think the quality of the ball he gets in the box you know, you look at the skill earlier, there's two or three Atletico lads around him, little drag back through the legs, he's gone. The quality of the ball he put in was outrageously and good. No one, and no one there for it, it was incredible. No that's the type of thing that Edison Cavani is going to, that's going to be food and drink for him. Mm. He'll bury that. We've seen yeah. him last season when we were late score, same thing, header inside that six, eight yards, bang, game over. And, and, and I'd be happy enough to see both of them play. But at the minute, I think it's a toss of a coin. I think it's getting both lads game time and trying to use them as best. I think on the right-hand side, obviously, you know, 
um, Dalo is our preferred right back, but tonight we don't see him. Yeah. You're kind of thinking, is he carrying a knock? What's you know, um, what's what's going on here? Uh, it, it seemed a very strange decision to um, to omit him completely, and obviously then you're bringing someone on and you you bring Wambasaka on and you're going right. We've got a full hold in the game here. Surely this is the time now where we bring Dalo on, knowing that again his delivery is much better than Wambasaka's, but. Didn't do it. it was a, it was a strange choice, but it's not necessarily one I'm willing to get on Ralph over because I think with with the way things went, you know, that's a good result tonight for us. He was he was going to mark a victim of those two great runs he made against Leeds, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, but in fairness, like he has such a, a good game against Leeds. It's like Ralph said, geez, I can't drop him, but I can't play him centre half because I want Varane to come back in, so I'll just slot him in at right full. And um, because I thought it was so strange seeing Wan-Bissaka and Dalo on the bench and having Lindelof at right full. And in the first 10 minutes, you could tell how it wasn't going to work. Like I said, that attack, attacking option, even though Wan-Bissaka isn't great going forward, um, he'll still do a job at the back. And you could see Lindelof, even at right full, he started drifting in towards the centre-half all the time, leaving that space on the left-hand side for Aleta to come down uh, and get crosses in. Yeah, I was looking um, as a neutral looking at it in that last 10 minutes. I don't know if you picked up the one, the ball that went down onto the left and Wan-Bissaka was going out to get the ball and the Atletico player ran out. The Wan-Bissaka should have got to that ball way before him. But he's seen the Atletico player coming across and instead of going on to get the ball and cut in or whatever, he backed off the ball and offered the ball up to the Atletico player. I don't know if you've seen that one. And I was thinking, that's how disappointing him there. He should be going in there full pelt and taking that ball instead of showing off. Like, you know, it was kind of just a weird one from Wan-Bissaka, you know, just... I don't like to say that in a player where you're going in and you suddenly go, oh no, I may not get there, so I'm going to bottle it a bit and stand off a little bit. And uh, he was up against the Atletico player who was way slower than him anyway, you know, so. Well, he hasn't had much game time as well, Wan-Bissaka, you know, he hasn't been playing a lot with Dallow there, so um, maybe that had something to do with it. But um, Mm. I still think it was a strange decision not having two of your, you know, natural rifles on the bench and not using one of them. Let's get into the ratings then, guys, and we talk about the ratings, and then we'll, we'll finish up with um, thoughts on what you think for the the second leg. David Ahe, six. Didn't yeah, do anything he, wrong, really, did he? He's never going to save to make. He's never going to stop the goal, so no. you know, yeah. six. The only one thing I would say is remember the uh, goal kick with him and Varane. Again, no communication between the two. He hits yeah. it. Varane's not even looking. Then that leads to another let, let go attack. So, um, just more they need to speak more at the back. It's it's it's, it's schoolboy stuff, you know. Yeah, especially you look, it, it, before we go further. I mean, the first half it was just so disjointed. It was so unlike Man United in mm. terms of passing and stuff like that. Uh, Victor Lindelof. Go on, Mark. Give us one. I just give him a five. If I'm being honest, average five. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't argue with that. I don't think he necessarily made very many mistakes. He and at did. times he put a couple of good blocks in, he won headers and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I just think it was a square peg in a round hole. And and yeah. and you make life more difficult for the player then. Mm. Because he's going, well, I'm playing this position and I'm playing it because, you know, the gaffer wants me to play there. Yeah. But in theory, I'm not very good in this position and I'm probably going to struggle, especially when you put a guy like Renan Lodi on him, whose delivery was excellent all night. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And coming off the back of a great performance against Leeds. Yeah. Um Ferran. I give him a seven. I thought he was very good. Um, I know obviously there was the the the, the thing with the goal kick, but I think other than that, he marshaled the defense quite well. I think he did a lot more 
of the talking than Maguire did. Mm. Um, I seen him a couple of times and he was talking to boys and he was keep your head and he was, you know, there was a lot of chat. Um, he just seems to not get caught out of position. You know, everything seems very comfortable with him. And he, he knows he, how to play against Atletico, doesn't he? he? Do you know, I think... He sure do. If he doesn't, if he's the guy in the team, him and Ronaldo, if they don't know how to play against Simeone... Well, one, one of those two didn't tonight, and <laughs> yeah. it wasn't Varane. No. <laughs> like, ideally for us, we have two Varans, and this is, you know, this is sorted. Um, but unfortunately, at the minute, we have a Varane and a Maguire. So it makes life very difficult for everyone else in that back four, doesn't it? Absolutely. Harry Maguire, this is one that's going to create a bit of debate, I would imagine. Well, oh, my rating I would have given was the four. And the reason for that is five is my average. And just for that little mistake on the goal, like I said, there's not much, but just for that little mistake, I'd, I'd dock him a point. Darren? Yeah, I'd probably go on with the five. But yeah, I don't think you can argue either way. Um, you know, I don't even know if he tracks the run. Does he get with? Yeah, because Felix gets across the front of him, you know. So for, for, for me, for a centre half, he's just in the position he is. He's too flat-footed to be he's defending got, across. Yeah, at at least, at least, at least track it. Even if you don't get yeah. there, at least track it. Show some intent. Yeah, well, I mean, he wasn't like four miles away. But, like he's two steps away from the kid. You know what I mean? Two so, steps away at that level is four miles. No, it's not because don't forget, and we talked about this at the weekend. At the speed at which these guys move, two steps is a second. So you're a second out and all of a sudden you can be made look very silly. So it's not necessarily as big a as big a howler as you might go at, you know what I mean? Yeah. Luke Shaw. Yeah, he was he was bog standard, wasn't he? Five. Yeah. Bit lazy. Bit lazy to know it Lazy, but just there was no quality there, was there? Mm. Like we've, we we would regularly see Shaw put really good balls in the box and stuff like that, and and I suppose tonight with with the midfield being so poor when he was on the park, we didn't get the possession high enough to get the ball out mm. to him to see any of that. So partly down to him, but also partly not. So I think five for me. Yeah, Darren, uh, Fred, gonna give you Fred because I know you're a big big fan of him. Yeah, so I would have I would have said he was poor in the first half. Um, I thought the game boy passed him. Again, square peg round hole, put him in the wrong position. That's what's going to happen. To our second half, he was much better. He was busy, um, wasn't he? Got a, yeah, really was. He was busy, pressed much better. Um, obviously, the nice little triangle angle with Tellez and Sancho. And he got he poked the ball out to Bruno, who put the ball into Alanga. So I'm going to give Fred a six. Okay. Mark, Paul Pogba. Um, yeah, I think I might go with my last... Uh, score for Harry there. I'm going to go with a four out of ten for Paul Pogba. You're being generous. I have a good one to read out here. Darren, you give me one as well before I read that this one's interesting now. This is a good one. Yeah, I I, I think four is even generous if I'm honest. Hmm. Um, I think Kondogbia, who we spoke about in the in the preview, unbelievable, was very, very good and um, dominated Pogba uh, for for the for the, the time the Pog was on the park, I think Pogba got very frustrated. It started lashing out and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Herrera was at it as well. I seen, I seen, I seen, breaking yeah, up play. Yeah. I seen yeah. at the end as well, he was giving Pogba a few tips at the end. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> yeah, he, he was... I think Pogba, every single time he got the body, gave it away. And, mm. and you know, 
everyone can have a night like that. But when you give it away, go back and get it. He just doesn't. You know, he just he just packs it in and you just think, you've given that away. You've opened up our back four. Everyone else is pulling in a certain direction and you're scratching your nads over there in the corner. It's like, it's just heartbreaking. I'm going to give him a tree. A tree. I was saving my tree for someone, but I think we all know who it is, isn't it? No problem. We can have we can have two trees. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen we'll, to this. We'll this probably one. actually have three trees, but you know what that is, lads, don't you? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Take away the two. Bring up nine. No, it's a small forest, mate. Three trees. Hey. <laughs> Awards and not Chris. Ah, uh, you're back the wrong tree there. <laughs> um, this crowd here, I'm not going to tell you who it is. They gave Pogba a two, and this is how they described it. A horrible performance in Pogba. One good pass to Bruno in the second half. Everything else was a train wreck. Was even knocked off the ball easily, which is normally one of his greatest strengths. Hard to argue with that, isn't it? Definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Bruno? Um, again, I would say Bruno was very similar to Fred. It was a game of two halves for Bruno. The first half, same as Pogba, gave the ball away. The only thing he brings that Pogba doesn't bring, obviously, is the work rate and the pressing and stuff. Um, and, and you can never say that Bruno's not trying. He's always had it. He's always at the ref. He's always pissing the mound and he's always trying something. And um, the ball, it, it's a good ball for um, for Alanga, albeit the centre-back should probably clear it. Um, but yeah, I suppose Bruno's a six for me. Okay. Uh, Mark, Marcus Rashford? A tree. That's one of my trees all day long. Yeah. We spoke about them there a few minutes ago, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. There's not more to say other than three out of ten. Yeah, the, the, the commentary here was confidence rock bottom and body language all wrong. Yeah. And it's been like that for weeks. Yeah. Ronaldo, Darren. Have we got our tour tree? Yeah, definitely. Shocking. Has like, to be absolutely one. shocking. Do you know, and and as Mark said earlier on when we were discussing the Cavani thing and, you know, somebody making a run for you, like, if the ball is inches out he's not getting near it he's not breaking he's not he's not breaking his leg to get there you know and and it's always just you see him doing this and he's going oh a little bit away and oh too high and and i'm just thinking put yourself about pal Critique, critiquing his own team in game mode. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he's doing yeah yeah like there's enough you're getting enough though right me for this pal like you should be you should have a shovel over your shoulder and you should be trying to dig these balls out to get something on the end of them but he's mm. just not you know, it's, it's. And I think I think he's been masking it as well, Dazzle, because he's had games like this season, but he's popped up with a goal or a yeah. moment in the game, and he didn't tonight. So yeah, they definitely get a three from me as well. Yeah, yeah. Here, this will be an interesting one, contrasting to you boys who got it spot on. I think he gets a six here, right? Didn't do much, but didn't get much service. Look, it's just, what is this the Madeira Express is it? I don't know what it is but the protection the protection of him is unreal not a lick of work rate in him like you know what I mean he gets a six like uh, Jaden Sancho Mark um, yeah I think I'd give him six or seven to be honest he didn't do much wrong he kind of anytime he got the ball he felt something might happen you know but um, I thought he's been doing really well and in the game he didn't do much wrong from what I can remember so um, I'd probably say a six, just above average, like Darren. Yeah, I'd have probably just given him the five. Um, as Mark said, 
He's been so, so good in recent weeks. Um, he was below where we would have expected him to be. Um, again, I know we spoke about the fact that maybe the chopping and changing in sides didn't help him. Um, and I think at times when he went onto that right-hand side, especially in the first half, the track and back wasn't what it should have been, which also mm. allowed Laudy to the, the double up, you know, um, on, on Lindelof. So I, I give him a five, I think. And, and, and the other way as well, Gaza, he didn't have Lindelof coming up to help him, attacking on that right-hand no. side, where he no, would no. have a Dallow or someone like that, you know? So he was doing it all by himself. Yeah. yeah. Opens it up a bit more then for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matic, let's go through the quick, quickly through the subs. I think six. I think he did really well when he came on. Yeah. Um, you know, he looked like a defensive midfielder playing defensive midfield. It's mad how that happens, isn't it? <laughs> And you know what? Did you see when um, playing a player in his position? <laughs> I was watching it, and 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 me, my wife was in the other room with my mother-in-law, and from about fifty minutes onwards, I was shouting like, "Now, I, I don't like Matic. I, I call him the man you static. and and I was like, "I was like, put Matic on, put Matic on, just take Pogba out, yeah. put Matic in the hole, and let Fred go and press." Yeah, and eventually made the change, and you were like, "Well, thank God for that." You know, no, because uh, I've seen it was around the 89th minute, one all. Uh, let's go around the attack. He sticks his arm out to he gives away a free kick for a handball, but he runs it about 10 yards and kicks the ball away. The ref doesn't see it, he gets away with it. And it's just that little bit of experience to wind down the clock as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arnold Mambasaka, Mark, <sighs> five, like he. He was he wasn't on for too long that I seen that he made too many mistakes. He made I know the one you were talking about, Noel, as well, but there was a few challenges he made there where he won the ball as well and got attacks going. So to me it was just a five. Yeah, I just I only highlighted that one because I hate to see players do that on on, on on a counter, you know, and kind of bottle it a bit, you know. I know what you're saying, especially when they're only on the on the field of play as well, yeah, like you know. Absolutely. Uh Darren, Alex Tellez. Yeah, I give Tellez a six. Thought he was very good when he came on. Looked to get on the front foot. Looked to create again. Was involved in that little triangle out on the left when we got the ball into Bruno for the goal. And the little bit of skill down by the corner flag. He kept the defending up as well. Yeah, he was very, very solid when he came on. I I would have said, you know, if he'd had a little more time, he'd have probably been our man of the match. Um, Anthony Alanga. (coughs) God bless you, Mark. yeah, again, you know what you're going to get from the kid, don't you? Mm. Energy, work rate, um, desire, um, and 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 obviously the kid can finish, you know? Yeah, and, quality a, and, a, and, a, and a total lack of respect for the opposition, which is what you want. That's exactly beautiful. what you want. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. We, we, we played a few weeks ago. It was the FA Cup game, I think it was, against Middlesbrough. And he came off the bench, I think. I think that was the game. And, and he, he got the goal and or somebody got the goal and we made it 1-1 or whatever happened. And he was over the corner flag. He just put a run in. Ball went out. And he was over in the Strefford end. And here he was. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And he was doing that to the fans. And I was like, Jesus, this is ballsy. Like, mm. this kid's only on the pitch. Mm. And you're going, there's something about this kid. Yeah. And then you see he gets an assist. And then there's a goal and another goal. Then he, you know, obviously he pings the coin at the weekend. He gets the coin in the head. And he's straight over with the yeah. jersey. And you're just thinking, this kid's got a bit about him. And and a, and a club like United, you can have all the quality in the world you want, but you need to have a bit about you, you know, because otherwise you're going to get eaten up in the club. 
yeah. that, that's a confidence that you wish Rashford had at this moment in time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I presume Jesse gets about a four or a five, does he? He didn't really influence the game at all. Uh, Darren, I wanted to come back to one thing. When I was watching the game, Ben, who obviously watches our previews and all that kind of stuff, he said Darren will be ripping his hair out at the end because that final corner was a fucking outswinger. And he said he listened to the show the other day when you were going spared about outswingers. And he says, Darren will be fucking livid over that. I just don't know why they do it. Like, we're not the only team that do it. You know, and you're just looking at it going, just stick a left footer on the left and stick yeah. a right footer on the right. Yeah. You you can you you're gonna get goals from OGs yeah. because yeah. the defender has to go and head the ball, yeah. you know, going back to put it in on put it in on top of the keeper, put it and in we, on top we, of the keeper. So we had it for years. Beckham took corners on the left, gigs on the right. Yeah, all in swingers. But Ben even Ben yeah. even picked up, he says, I was listening to the preview and Darren said he's sick of these out swingers. It coincides with the fact that we brought in a set piece coach, a set piece coach this season. Yeah, at the start of the season. Yeah. At the start of the season, and I'm like, you're actually paying someone for this shit. Yeah. Whatever about it being, you know, engulfed in what the manager or the coaches do, we have a set piece specialist. Yeah. We're probably one of the worst teams in the league at set pieces. Well, I say, Kevin's and Joey's over here have better set pieces than we do. That's the god honest truth. Well, you brought in a psychologist as well, and a lot of them look like they've lost their mind as well since that happened. So who knows what's going on these days? Um, quick word looking to the uh the second, the second leg. Um obviously Darren wants to change his rang without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and he's gonna be over there in the Stratford end with um his son, who's a big Suarez fan. <laughs> <laughs> that, it can't be any worse than the last trip, that or anyway. Oh man. Mark, it could be well worse than the last year if it doesn't go the right way. This is the Champions League. Uh, no. No, we've Home got advantage. this one. We've got this one. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I think, like, like as I said earlier, hopefully Cavani can get a game or two on his belt before then. Yeah. Um, start him, start something different. And you never know if, if you are struggling. Ronaldo coming on fresh in, you know, the 55th, 68th minute. Yes. You know, I mean, how, how, how great would it be you go with McTominay, you go with Fred and Bruno, you go with Cavani. There's the work rate. You grind them down. Yeah. It hits 55, 60 minutes. Right. Fred, you're coming out. Pogba, you're going in. Cavani, you're coming out. Ronaldo, you're going in. Here's the quality. Now let's put the boys in with 30 minutes to go and let's start creating. Let's start getting balls in. Let's start getting hit. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And a, le- a, le- a left side of Shaw and Tellez, maybe. And a left side of Shaw and Tellez bombarding them with balls into the box. Unbelievable. Just once they're not taking corners over that side. Yeah, once they're not <laughs> fucking outswingers. <laughs> so you just like you swingers, just, is it, Darren? You know, just some things irk you more than others. And that's just one of them. It's like, lads, why are you doing it? Like, it's Jesus Christ. Mm. You would think at that level they'd be able to hit a corner in with both feet anyway, wouldn't you, really? you think they'd be practising that anyway. You'd be able to hit one in with their bleeding tail, like, do you know what I mean? It's, oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Hell. Well, listen, lads, pleasure having you on for the match reaction and the player ratings. This has been the Stratford se- uh, Sessions. 
your Man United podcast on the upper tier, head over to YouTube and smash that subscribe button. We will be back now there with a preview for what's coming up this weekend. And also we will be definitely having a preview for the second leg of uh, this toy in the Champions League. It's going to be very interesting. We can do the review live from the boozer afterwards when I'm bleeding Jansen on the bar and I'll be top off swinging me ditties around. Your mate, a few points your, of Graham Sionis. Your mate Pete Boyle in the background. Flying you Pete in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Sionis on the bodyguard and everything around. Hey, who knows what might happen. Lads, pleasure. Chat to you again real soon. Cheers, lads.